Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers, covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Ladder Talk Live. We are home, we are back. We had an amazing week in Mexico and um, very productive, very productive. A lot of new things coming your way. So be sure to tune in um, because there's a lot coming your way and I'm excited about it. Now, uh, this week we are on a brand new topic. Uh, This week we're talking about boundaries and how they are important in your everyday life. And um, ultimately we're talking about setting boundaries this week. Today specifically, we're talking about how do we define boundaries. Now, before we dive into it, I do want to get some housekeeping things addressed. So make sure if you are watching this live or the replay, make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube YouTube channel or wherever you are watching this uh, podcast, whether it be live or audio version, make sure you're subscribed, like, and share. Very important. If this is your first time joining, I'd love, love, love to greet you. So pop into the chat. This is a very interactive show. We ensure that people are heard. Our voices are heard. Our voices matter. And so I want to, you know, ensure that you are also heard. heard. So make sure to go ahead and um, introduce yourself into the chat. And for those of you who have been here a while and know how things go here, the same goes for you. Each time we still want to hear from you. We want to know, you know, your wins of the week, what you've learned from each episode, what you're looking forward to learning uh, from each episode so that you are, um, again, a part of the conversation. It just makes it a lot more fun to have a more interactive uh, show. So make sure you are um, chatting in. Um, letting us know you're here. We'd love to hear from you. And also let us know your thoughts. You know, what do you think about what we're talking about this week? Setting boundaries. How do you feel about boundary setting? Would love to continue again to have you a part of the conversation. So today is all about how we define boundaries. And I'm not talking about the kind of boundaries that are physical, like fences or walls, although those are important too. I'm talking about the mental boundaries that you set for yourself and your life. When do you know when to say no? When do you know when to stop doing something? And when do you need to keep going? How can we build our mental strength so that we can be the best versions of ourselves. These are kind of the questions that we're going to be answering today because from a poll from you all, these are the things that are important to you. And these are some of the questions that you have. All of the things that we're talking about today can be addressed in your everyday life from work to personal life to business, all of the things, all of these things that we're going to be talking about this week and boundary setting week, you're going to be able to utilize right away. So let me know in the chat, what are your thoughts on boundaries? How how are you currently setting them in your relationships, both professionally and um, personally? How are, how are you defining those things? First things first, when do you know when to say no? It's, it's not easy to say no, especially when someone asks for help, but there are times when saying no is important. So I want to give you some, some tips on how to do that. So first, ask yourself, is this really going to make me happy? Simple and sweet. Is this really going to make me happy? If the answer is yes, then go for it. 
If it's no, then don't worry about it. You can still be kind and considerate by saying thanks, but no thanks. How many times have your your peers maybe asked for you to volunteer for something, but you didn't have the bandwidth? Sometimes it's not, it's important to set your own self up for success. If those particular um, add-ons are not going to set you up for success, then you should be gracefully say no, thank you. <laughs> now, I know sometimes people think, well, if I say no, they're going to look at me differently. Not true. Not always the case. Not always the case. Be sure to stand your own ground when it comes to what's important to you. And again, what is going to set you up for success? Because what's going to happen is if you overextend yourself, especially in the workplace, and add yourself to volunteer opportunities of, of, of um, more work, and you don't get your core job done, your manager is going to say, well, you should have asked for help. Why did you do this? right? If you're not setting yourself up for success, it will come back to you. So make sure those are the things you're factoring in. Remember, if you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed out by something that someone asks of you, there's nothing wrong with saying, I'm sorry, but I can't right now. It's okay if they feel disappointed or angry. After all, they're just human too, right? They, they need help too, and they're asking for help. But once again, uh, what's important to you? You have to set your own self up for success. And in my opinion, there are two main factors that determine how long you should continue um, uh, a project, for example. The first is whether or not it's working. If it's not working, stop. You, can make, you can't make progress if you're stuck in the mud. Right. And, and this question is, what do we what when do you know when to stop doing something and when do you need to keep going? If it's not working, you got to stop and readdress. If it's working, keep going. Remember what your timeline is and factor in that as well. The second factor is your personal interest level. If you're pa if this is your passion project and is, it's flagging, then maybe it's time to take a break. But if the project is still exciting and, and novel, and if you can see how far you've come, then keep going. You've got to ensure that it's feeding you long-term as well. It's very important, right? Good morning, Asia. Good morning, Mr. Triplett. Good morning, Douglas. Thanks for joining. Um, welcome back after a little brief break um, on Entra. Um, for those of you who are watching live, we Facebook, Instagram, excuse me, we're not on Instagram today, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Entra. Uh, so if you're looking for places to watch this live um, in the future, that is where I go live every day, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern. So next thing we want to talk about, when can um, we build up our mental strength? How can we uh, build up our, our mental strength? So number one, take time to slow down and think about what we're going to do before we do it. Plans are important. Sometimes we kind of get into things and, and overwhelm ourselves by all of the tasks that come with it. I am personally guilty of this. I have very, I'm a very ambitious person. I like to undertake several things at once sometimes, but that can be very overwhelming. And sometimes I don't realize how overwhelming it is until I'm already in it, which is not setting myself up for success. So um, making sure you kind of slow down, identify why am I going to be doing this? What, what am I anticipating getting out of this before we do it? This will help us see if there are any red flags in our plans that might cause us to fail or make a bad decision, which helps us avoid those particular things. Think in advance. What are some of the things that could go right? 
What are some of the things that can go wrong and how can we plan for these things? Talk to friends and family members about what we're going to do before we do it because they can offer insight into our how our plans might work out or um, help us stay on track. Now, I say this with an asterisk mark because sometimes our friends and family may not be the best soundboard because they may not have any clue what we do. And if that is the case, your friends and family may not be your ideal listener. That's where coaches and your peers come in. Uh, a community of people who have the same um, like-minded goals as you. Because I tell you what, you you speak to the wrong person <laughs> about what your, your aspirations are, then uh, they can completely make it even worse because at that point they could be like, oh, well, you know, that's a lot. Are you sure? You can't do that. You know, why do you do, why, why do you even do that? So, I would encourage you to be mindful of who are the people you're surrounding yourself and choosing to tell your dreams to, choosing to tell your your business to, as as uh, my parents used to say. So ensure that who you're aligning with are um, in sync with your goals. And if you don't have that type of community, you need to find it. Find it. Find it in places like this. That's why it's so important to engage um, in community. Because you could find your perfect counterpart that can help you get to that next level in your personal life, in your career, whatever the case is. But the same opposite can be true if you surround yourself with the wrong people, right? That can um, cause doubt in your mind. And, and we all know when doubt seeps in to our mind, it shifts our entire perspective. It shifts our entire mindset, which in turn can can um, really uh, flatten flatten it flatten your goals. Then you start second guessing yourself. You start saying, well, maybe this isn't right for me. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe they're right. Maybe I can't do it. You can't, those type of people that bring you to that um, energy, they're not, they're not for you. Or you can't share those particular details of your life with them. That that's, that's my perspective, right? Um, realize that failure is not a bad thing. It's how we learn from our mistakes and grow as people. Now, I know we've heard that statement time and time again, where, you know, oh, well, you know, stumble, pick yourself up, things like that. But it's truly, it's the realest thing that I could tell you, because there are a lot of people, and probably some of you in the audience, me at some point in my career, um, where I've stumbled and I have allowed myself to stay stumbled. I allow myself to stay falling on the ground because I'm like, well, I don't know what to do next. I don't know how to get back up. I don't know how to go through the fire, as they say, or go through the the the, the trouble, right? But if you have the ability to continue to move forward, don't let a stumbling block stop you. Just allow it to be something that can help you strengthen yourself and your your ability to succeed. That's how you have to look at it. That's where you will continue to thrive. That's where you will continue to grow and build upon yourself. Because a lot of us, um, you know, we, I don't know at what age it is where we're no longer encouraging each other to stand up and try again. I'm not sure what age we stopped encouraging each other to do that. But I, I am saying that today <laughs> we are encouraging each other to fall and stand back up. And mean it. Your success is our success as a community 
what good is a fallen soldier, as they say, if if we can't have an opportunity to grow, to build, to, to be a better version of ourselves. We have an opportunity to help each other grow, help each other survive in some cases. So make that choice to, to do that for, for your peeps. And if you see one of your friends, one of your colleagues, one of your peers going through a, a shift, a mental shift where they're starting, you can hear it. You start hearing doubt. They speak from a perspective of doubt, of fear. Pull them, help them out. Lend them a hand, encourage them. Because their, their mental um, boundaries right now are, are being tested and they need support to get through whatever whatever's going on in their mindset. Don't, don't feel like, oh, well, that's none of my business. Or I'm doing okay. Um, I don't, I, I don't know how y'all doing. What good, again, we're a community. We're a gr group of humans just looking to survive and looking to improve. And why not it be one another's job to help that next person live in the same light? Why not? So this weekend or this past week, uh, some of you may or may not know, I was in Mexico and I was at a coaching retreat because as you all may know, I'm, I'm a um, executive leadership coach. And I take that, that that responsibility very seriously because the people that I work with at high levels, at the highest level, are the ones making decisions for thousands of people, hundreds of people. So I take it very seriously and I'm constantly looking for ways to hone my craft and be the best version of myself so that I can support my, my clients. And, you know, what, what I really learned um, about that retreat was the importance of community, the importance of building each other up, the importance of accountability, because me and all of my, my sister coaches can, can all be serving different groups of people. But when it's you that's being um, the, the, the river or the well of, of support to others, it's hard to look back and be like, okay, well, now who's going to help me? No one is calling me to, to offer support or ask how I'm doing. But when you build a community of peers that are willing to say, how are you doing? What can we do to help your business continue or continue to grow? Or what can we partner with on? These are things I can't, I can't always get in my friend circle, right? Because we have different ambitions, different goals. But when you can connect with a group of people that have the same aspirations as you, you're unstoppable. You, you have the opportunity to learn from each other. When you work in, in a siloed state and in an isolated world where it's just you, let's say if you don't have a team of people, that can be a very dangerous place to live because now you're just kind of winging it and without um, without the ability to um, have, what's the word I'm looking for? Without having the ability to reflect with your peers or with someone at all, at all it, it can keep you stuck or on that hamster wheel doing the same thing and same thing again. 
expecting a different result, but you can't even think of a different result because you're so in depth inside of it. But when you have a group of people doing similar things and they have different perspectives from an outsider's um, view, that's where change is made. That's where growth happens because now you, you get to see a, a fresh pair of eyes on it. I can't tell you how many times if I look at it, even from a, a career's perspective, you know, or I'm, I'm talking to my clients about their, their job or their, their business or whatever the case may be. And, and they, they have found themselves to be in a roadblock. And as I'm coaching them, I, I'm coming in from a whole fresh perspective of, of happiness to solving this particular roadblock. And I may give them a solution in five seconds. And they're like, well, how did you, what? I, I'm open-minded. I don't have the same skin in the game as you. So I can come with a new perspective and I'm willing to try it all. So when you surround yourself with a group of people who have that same mindset and are willing to lend their brain to you for new ideas, new perspectives, new strategies to improve, that's where, that's where growth is built. So I ask you today, as we're talking about mental health, and we're talking about setting boundaries, how are you setting boundaries amongst your peers, amongst yourselves? And that's what we're going to be talking about the rest of this week. How are you setting boundaries for yourself? And sometimes we think as boundaries as negative. Boundaries are a positive um, place to live, a place to be, because it allows you to... <clears throat> Respect your inner self, respect your safe place, right? But also it allows you to be more open, be more honest, think more, think through different perspectives, different ideas. How are you truly embracing change, embracing um, that next level of your life? And, and how are you preparing for that? Sometimes we're stuck in a boundary because we're like, I will not do this, you know, especially from the mindset of those quiet quitters. I will no longer do anything extra. But if you're no longer going to do anything extra, where is there room to learn? If you if you said I'm not doing anything new, where's there room to learn? You, you've created a boundary that may not have always needed to be there. You created your own roadblock. And I know that this is a touchy topic right now, but that is the truth in some cases. Asia says defeat is a state of mind. No one is, let me see, sorry, the chat is moving. No one is very defeated until defeat has been accepted as a reality. To me, defeat is anything is to me, defeat in anything is merely temporary and its punishment is but an urge for me to exert great effort to achieve my goal. Defeat simply tells me that something is wrong in my in my doing. It's the path of leading to success and truth, which is through uh, by Bruce Lee. Uh, Asia also says feedback and support make a huge difference in mindset. I set boundaries if the relationship is not reciprocal unless it's for cause that needs to be spoken about. Exactly. Exactly. Because when you think about who you're, who you're feeding into, if, if they're not feeding back into you when they have an opportunity to, you really almost need to start questioning what are their intentions? Is this only a take relationship or is it also that give, give back? Because if I'm surrounding myself with people who just want to, 
you know, take from, from the wealth of knowledge that I offer, but not provide anything back outside of that client to coach relationship, then what are we doing here? What, 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 what are we doing? Because if you think that I'm invincible and that I don't need support as well, that's a myth. That's not true. We all need support. We all need help. We all need something. And if I'm willing to give my time, my energy, and my effort to you, I mean, you should be willing to do it for me. Now, there are situations where people don't have the ability to give back. And that's okay, too. Just depends on the situation, right? You have to go into it with your eyes wide open as to, well, I'm, I'm going to help this person knowing that I may be at a different level, but I can still learn from people. I've, I've been in the coaching space over a decade. Someone who's only been in the coaching space for a year may not be able to give me a whole lot in comparison to what I can give them. However, they're coming at it from a new, fresh, exciting perspective that I can learn from. Now, I may have more skill sets from the tools that I've, I've, I've acquired over the years, but they still may come in with a fresh perspective that I did not even think of because I'm so deep in it. And I recognize that and I embrace that. And if you know me personally, you know, I'm, I'm very big on the piece of um, giving back as best I can with the tools I have access to and in, inside myself, the gifts that I've been given. And I do my best to help as much as possible. And sometimes I have, because I, 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 may do some volunteer work or something like that. I still get something out of that because it's allowing me to continue to, to sharpen my skills. As I can I tell you all on a regular basis, practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. And the questions that this new audience may provide me may help me think from a different lens because people change, people evolve. The workforce has changed. It's not the same as it was 10 years ago. We can all attest to that. So, so when I have an opportunity to get in front of a different audience that can give me another perspective, I welcome it. I welcome it. This week, I'm, I'm um, uh, partnering with a uh, group of women who are looking to get into tech. And um, I'm coaching them um, from, a, from a perspective of, I want everyone to succeed. But, but they're brand new to an industry. They're learning the ropes as we speak. And so they are going to be able to provide me feedback and, and by asking questions, by, by, by telling me what their thoughts are, that now I can utilize for my clients that are in my programs. It's helping me be a better coach, be a better leader, be a better person. How, how many of you are taking those opportunities to figure out how to continue to hone in on those skills. All of us need, need that level of support. If we can ever find a way to help the, the younger version of yourself, that's the key. Helping the younger version of yourself based on the things that you know now. How many of us have said to ourselves, if I knew what I know now back then, my life would be completely different. Help the person that is you today. 
so that their life can be better. Don't hold it to yourself. Don't think that they have to go through all the fire you went to to succeed. Why, why would you do that? Choose to help. Choose to, to be a vessel to help that next person. Choose to be a support system for that group that was you. Don't, don't hold it in. Don't hold that in. Now, of course, there's a choice, right? Like if, if we're parents, if there are parents in here and you're, you're trying to teach your children all of the things that, again, you wish you knew. Sometimes they're not going to listen to you just because of the, the dynamic of a parent to child. However, if you have big brothers, big sisters, and all of these other mentorship programs that you have access to participating in, they may listen to you a little differently because you're, you're, you're coming in from a non-biased perspective. And all you, what other thing would you want them, for them to succeed? So they may, they may respect you a little differently from a sense of power and make maybe where they want to be. Seek out those opportunities. I promise it, it, that is one way to refuel yourself as well. To remind yourself why you do what you do today. Go find the person you were 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Find that person and start mentoring. Start helping. Start giving back. It could be an hour a month. But I promise you, if you do it for years, months, whatever the case may be, however long you choose to do it, you will notice a shift. You will see their growth and they'll get there faster than you did, which is ever so rewarding. This is your opportunity to do that. Make that decision. Teach them how to set healthy boundaries. How many times um, do, do you know when you're fresh out of college or fresh out of high school, you, you raise your hand for everything. You bend over backwards. You do all of the things. You work yourself into the grave. Not, not that it give, gave you anything faster. How, how much would you tell your person to set boundaries then? Set boundaries then. Don't overextend and overexert yourself because you will run yourself rap, rampant. Set boundaries early. That's why we, we talk about these different topics throughout every week within the podcast because all of them are relevant. And I'm talking to myself today. I'm talking to my future self, but I'm also talking to my past self. And I encourage you to do the same. This week, again, we're, we're jam-packed, full of information, all as it pertains to um, boundaries. And um, tomorrow when we return, we're going to be talking about how do we set boundaries with our friends. You may want to invite that friend in case you're going to be a little uncomfortable talking to them about this. Um, I, I promise I won't tell them that you, you invited them or that you told them that you needed to set boundaries, they'll hopefully just get the hint. So go ahead and make sure to um, share this with them today so that they can participate tomorrow in the live. But once again, thank you all so much for joining me today on Ladder Talk Live. It has been great to see you all again. I'm su super excited. Um, for those of you who are watching and think to yourself, man, I, I would love to be a guest on her podcast. I'd love to speak to her community. Go to laddertalklive.com, sign up to participate, uh, apply to be a guest. And for those of you who are watching this and thinking to yourself, you know, I, I love that she mentioned that she was a coach. I, I'd love the opportunity to work with her, see if she can help me. I am offering free clarity consultations this week. Go to coachwalina.com, sign up. Do not delay. We only have a couple months left in the year, y'all. And some of you have some um, year-end goals that you may not have yet 
fully right reached, you might need a little help to get you there a little faster to make sure we can achieve those goals. So go to coachwalina.com, sign up for the free clarity consultation. And I will see you all tomorrow, bright and early, 11 a.m. Eastern. Have a fantastic day. Bye. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachmelina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.